Hello, everyone. This is Alex Roman with Haven for Speech, Episode 5. Joining me today is Alexis Sepulveda. Hello. And Jesse Waters. What's up, guys? Um, before we start this episode, I just want to say a few things. Thank you for all the support and the feedback. So I understand everyone's basically asking for visuals, but uh, it takes a lot of money and it takes more space than you realize. So right now I'm just buying all the equipment. Um, trying to get the audio better before I start to get to visual. And then uh, I want to record a couple episodes before I start going live. So, and another thing that everyone wants to see or, you know, keeps complaining about is the fact that there's not a lot of agreements on the, I mean, disagreements on the podcast. So the people I have on my podcast, I don't bring them on here to agree with me or disagree with me. Um, on this podcast, we share ideas, we bring up today's problems or, you know, it doesn't matter what we talk about, but the point is to have a bunch of drama and, you know, yell at each other. So if, if it sounds like everyone's just agreeing with everything everyone's saying, that's not the goal. But I've asked people who disagree with me to be on the podcast and, you know, I'll, I'll do like a test run conversation and usually just ends up in argument, uh, people yelling over each other or people not hearing the other side. So it's a lot more complicated than you think it is. So if I have someone on here, um, maybe next week or the week after that disagrees disagrees with me, uh, hopefully it doesn't end the way that it usually ends. And that's pretty much what I wanted to say. Um, yeah. So today we're going to talk about aliens. And what was the other one? Uh, aliens, religion, Me Too movement, and racism. That is the goal for today. Yes. Um, so, Jesse, you can start us off. Your thoughts on aliens? Okay. So, I think that um, universe is, you know, very vast. And I feel like on the true, real scale of things that we're just a speck. So, to a certain extent, I think it's almost... I feel like it can be almost ignorant to a point to think that um to say that you know 100% that there isn't anything else out there because I just feel like that's just something we just we're nowhere near close to even like knowing anything like that mm. Alexis uh I was just warning Jesse like do you have you do you think that aliens have touched earth yet it's it's hard to say if aliens have touched earth or not I've actually um watch themselves on Animal Planet and stuff like that. And it was talking about um, language and how if in if an alien civilization was to ever contact Earth, they might kind of um, judge who the smartest species is by um, what type of language they use. And they were saying something about how um, because whales communicate through like high-frequency noises through the water, they might actually try to reach out to them first over us because of the the way they communicate. So like dolphins and echolocations, basically. You think, you think dolphins will be uh, in contact first with aliens? Um, I mean, obviously, I don't think dolphins are <laughs> in contact with aliens. <laughs> no, no. But in terms no. of who they might contact or how they might contact us, um, you know, they might try to contact us through some sort of, like, weird fourth-dimensional way of, like, communicating that we wouldn't be able to pick up on or... Something like that, something weird like that. The thing to me about aliens is that for some reason everybody assumes that the aliens are smarter than us. What, <laughs> like, what if we find them first, and for some reason, like we we're just on a different level than them. We have better communication. We have better. We have better warfare. We have uh, bigger. We have a better means of reaching to them than they have to than they have reached us. And uh, that that possibility, I think. You think it happened? I think it could happen. Like well, I, I think us reaching out to another civilization, who, which is inferior, could happen. And I don't think people in China have thought enough. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I want to clarify that Alexis's first language is Spanish. So if he slurs his words or <laughs> doesn't come off clear, that's that's the reason. He's still learning. <laughs> I'm <laughs> actually uh, a little ESL, too. My first language is Iglando. Um. <laughs> all right, Jesse... Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, hold on. <laughs> but um, my my thoughts on aliens are um, it's a little different. So, 
The same way when we first encountered the Native Americans and wiped out about 90% of their population with disease. Yeah, with disease alone. I think that's how it would be with the aliens. Think about it. If you've never made contact with a separate species, especially if it's on a different planet, who knows what kind of germs they have that when in contact with us would wipe out and devastate the entire population. So maybe, uh, maybe they have made contact or maybe they're watching us, but they're waiting for our immune system to build up slowly after time. Yeah. Like, if you remember the Black Plague, you know, whatever. The fuck Black it. Plague or yeah. when the horses, uh, when we brought the horses over to America. Yeah, the fleas and shit, you know, we, mm-hmm. we got bodied. They could have uh, handled it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and that's what I'm saying. And, you know, language is a very important thing. So what I've always noticed is when you speak with someone who speaks the same language, yeah. you know, there's less hostility. When someone has the same, especially culture, yeah. uh, if you have two people from the same culture, it's easy to get along. But once you um, have two cultures that don't agree with each other, it usually ends up in violence. So imagine an entirely different species. We can't even handle someone with a different skin color. Imagine yeah, we, <laughs> different uh, species than us. You know what I'm trying to say? Like the, the, for some reason, everybody's assumed there was it's all going to be either kumbaya with the aliens, or we're all going to get along. It's like no. Nah. The, the the most likely scenario is they can come over here, they can wipe us out, or we can wipe them out. Y- yeah, because yeah, all right. So I'm with I'm with me and my uh, me and my buddy Reed got an argument with this in the army. Yeah. Yep. We had like. Two-hour conversation about aliens alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was saying that it would be – if we did know aliens existed, let's say, you know, the government or whatever was hiding them, like people like to believe, Area 51, yeah. he'd be like, oh, it'll be, it would be for the better of society if they if we uh, were introduced to them. You know what I mean? And I was telling him, society would collapse if we found out aliens existed. Like I said before, we get – very emotional and outraged when we find out someone does something different in a, in a yes. other culture. Yep. When people find out people eat dogs in China because they don't have food or eat bats in Thailand, yeah. you know, people like to get angry or, or figure out they have different laws we, we or they try, allow this. We try to tell them how we try to dictate their life based on our own values. Yes. So you perceive the world in front of you, you know, because of your life experiences. Yes, like, like I said in another podcast, and imagine just an entirely different species. You know what I mean? It would kill all religion. Science would yeah. not know how to handle this. And what, what I try to tell people is every time something new comes out, like memory Ebola came out, yes. yeah, motherfuckers wearing masks and shit wouldn't we're, leave their house for like mask, a week yeah, or bird flu <laughs> or, you know, I, I can go on about the new things that we slowly introduce into the public yep. and then people freak out. So imagine introducing a new species. A new species. Yeah, smarter uh, than us. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesse, what, what's your thoughts? Um, I can definitely relate to what you're saying about how like society wouldn't be able to handle it because there's a lot of um, abstract concepts, I guess you can say, that I try to communicate to people. And I'll get responses kind of like, oh, if you know my given God or religion was fake, what would be the purpose of like living or this or that? And I just feel like there's so many people that live their whole life based around one given thing. And at some point, if you were to just turn turn their whole world upside down, you're just to take that away from them. The way their mind was actually developed growing up, it's they just can't handle it. Like, yeah. so wh- what were you going to say? No. Uh, oh, were you done with that sentence? Yeah. All right, go ahead, Alexis. So, uh, like, you good, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, conversation is easy as it fucking looks, right? Dude, yeah, it's easier than it looks. Well, but the thing I was going to say is, uh, <laughs> all right, so <laughs> I guess I'll kind of um, elaborate on my point a little bit while Alex gathers, while Alex gathers his thoughts. Um, so, how would you feel if, you know, you grow up your whole life being told that if you do a certain set of actions, you'll be granted some sort of afterlife? And, you know, you live your whole life praying for like five hours a day or getting up at like, you know, a given hour of the morning or something like that. And you dedicated your whole life to it. And something came out that you saw with your physical eyes that was just so Bizarre. Income. It was just so out of line with your religion where if that one thing was true, it basically makes everything about your given religion false. And if you spent your whole life, you know, living like that and something like that was, was to change, I just don't know how most people would react with it. They would say, like, oh, what's the point 
in, you know, being a good person? What's the point in not stealing? What's the point in, like, not, you know, beheading this person down the street that I don't like if there there's no God or there, there's no consequences after death? That's actually one thing that somebody said to me. Um, if there's no consequences after death, why wouldn't I just do whatever I want all the time? And I'm just like, I don't know. I guess that. It's very easy to answer that. The way you answer that is you just don't do what you don't want. You don't do what, you don't do the others what you don't want to do done to yourself. So it's you not don't that simple. So you don't steal. You don't kill people. You don't rape. You don't pillage. All that stuff. It's not that simple. What do you mean? It's not that simple. Like that. 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 You, you don't want to do something. I don't want. I don't want to get. My, I don't want to get my my iPhone stolen. So I want another person's iPhone. When you encounter a man or woman who doesn't think there's repercussions for their actions. That's a very dangerous mindset to have. And okay, you're a rational person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jesse might be rational. I mean, I might be rational. Most people are, you know what I mean? But if you ever come across a psychopath, I don't know if you ever have, they don't believe there's a heaven. They don't believe there's a hell. Uh, you know, I'm not saying I do either. What I'm saying is they truly believe there are zero consequences for any of their actions. And that's where integrity comes in. And, you know, um, not doing things when people are watching. So you might not want someone to steal from you, but you don't believe in karma. You don't believe in anything. So mm-hmm. no one's ever going to find out who, who, you know, who cares really. And um, the problem I have with like a lot of atheists, you know, because I've, I've debated with a lot yeah, of atheists, of you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Their values were built upon a Christian society, whether they want to admit it or not. You know, the in God we trust, with the Pledge of Allegiance under God. We are... For the majority of Christian society through the entire history of our country, we were. I disagree. All right. Well, it's you disagree. A majority yes, of the people I, in America yeah. were Christian because they were. I disagree that the founding fathers were all Christians. And say they were all Christians. I'm saying the values that our society were based upon were re- religious values. They're all all societies. They had their own religions that was based upon no. No atheist got together and then they were like, "We're gonna Wait. establish this society based off of atheist values." So it was always based off of a group of people where their morality came out of a higher being that they had to answer to, and that's a very powerful thing to say. That basically, like, how do I say it? If you have no one to answer to, no one, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that it doesn't matter what you do, but if you have no one to answer to at the end of the day. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, who's to check you? So I have a question. Like, so like, so if all the founding fathers weren't deists, like someone like I think Thomas Jefferson was a deist. He uh, he believed there was higher power, but he didn't believe it was actually into the like uh, current religions like Christianity and that. He's so if people like that made the Constitution, like they 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 separated church from state. Uh, how do you, how do you think like they made these laws if they didn't do that? If, um, they, if they they were anxious on our higher power, yeah, a majority of them were uh, free thinkers. Yes, free thinkers. They yes. weren't traditional Christians mm-hmm. because if they were tradi- traditional Christians, they wouldn't have you know what I mean mm-hmm. came up with the ideas they did. But that's the point I'm trying to make. So like when I talk to my boy Musa mm-hmm. or my other buddy Raj, who's a, who's a Hindu, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and I came from a Christian background. We basically agree on the fundamentals. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. So we all have this when you die. Me, I don't really know. Um, but you, you still have a foundation. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. But I think that if you come to the conclusion that there is no God, nothing happens when I die. There's no purpose to this. This is all random. We're basically just I don't, neurons firing at a fast rate. Like, what's the problem with us being here by chance? I don't, I don't, I don't think why, I don't think what people, I don't understand why people assume that humans will play here for a bigger person for the, than what we really are here for. Most I, life on Earth occurred by chance. That was a, uh, Earth was created what thirteen billion years ago, something like that. I don't know the exact date, but billion. long as fuck ago. <laughs> yeah, long as fuck ago. So, like, uh, there's been seven great, uh, seven great, uh, great, great extensions. So different, different forms of life have come through, and uh, they lived like more oxygen, all that stuff. So. Yeah. Is this better? All right, so. Go ahead. Keep going. So, what I don't understand, like, why does everything have to have a purpose, basically? Okay. So, you are a young 20-year-old male Mm -hmm. in your early 20s. Yes. You don't have real responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. No, you don't. Correct. You don't. don't. You don't have kids. You don't have much bills. You don't have really shit going on. So, Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to get at is when you do have kids, when you have responsibility, when you start to bear more in this world... Mm-hmm. Why the fuck is my life suck so bad? If there's no <laughs> point of this, why am I trying so hard? 
what am I going to tell my kid when he wakes up with nightmares in the middle of the night, contemplating fucking death and life? You know what I'm trying to say? Or why do I have so many bills? Why am I working so hard? If there's no fucking purpose to this, I could just chill the fuck out, get high, and do nothing all day. What, what makes you wake up in the morning? What makes you do things? I'm not saying it necessarily has to be a God of why you do things, but just the idea that we're it and this is random and there's no purpose. It just sounds silly to me. I mean, like I've seen things, I've experienced things. I know other people have seen and experienced things that sometimes just seem unreal. You know what I mean? And you know, it's, it's hard to explain emotions or things like dreams and you know, but could it be like, cause science hasn't gotten that far yet. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, I'm not saying I think there's this God up there on a throne that, you know, creates everything, but (laughs) You know, there could be, uh, if you want to tie it into aliens, you know, there could yeah. be these beings that surpassed us, you know, millions of years ago that tampered with our DNA and then left and maybe they'll come back or maybe they communicate through different frequencies that give us information through a different dimension. I don't fucking know. But what I'm saying is the idea that atheists believe, you know, true atheists like mm-hmm. Aaron Brook. Aaron Brook, yes. Yeah, what he believes is this is all by accident and when I die, nothing happens and fuck it. I don't think anything does happen when you die. I just think I see. I think I cease to exist, and that's it. When people, when people who for, uh, people who knew me forget out, uh, die, die that, that's all. That's it. That, that's the end of my life. No, I agree. Uh, I agree with you in that. When I die, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna have any recollection of my old life. I don't. But the idea that nothing happens, I don't. I can't get behind that. Well, the, well, the thing of the strange thing about that is like energy can't be created or stored. So something has to happen with the energy that's stored in our bodies. Yes, that's the thing that people that's with that possibility that people go into afterlife. They think uh, like, but you can also argue that my body, my body will decompose, and I will feed into the I'll feed into the ground and then give nutrients to the other other animals like worms and shit. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, so I can definitely I can definitely agree with that point. Um, when it comes to life after death, I. I definitely consider myself to be agnostic. I don't. I don't claim to know anything, but I also don't think things are as black and white as just living and dying. And I don't think. I don't think it's as simple as when I die, that's just the end of me or whatever was thought to be me. But I also think that's true the other way around. And I don't pe- think people really think about the inverse of things in, in a certain manner. Kind of like people always talk about the afterlife, but what about the what about the before life so i don't think it was as simple as i didn't exist before i was born just like i i don't think it's as simple as it it's just the end of me when i die and i i kind of think it's the same thing when it comes to the universe and how it's generally believed to be ever um infinite and i think it's the same thing the other way around and people don't really think about that if the universe is infinitely large it has to be it has to there also has to be a universe equal in size within you that goes um, inwards infinitely as well. Hmm. So like you think, so you think you agree with the big bang? I don't disagree with that. I'm not educated on a topic enough to really give an opinion on that. Ooh, that was a rare thing to say. (laughs) I'm not educated enough to talk about it. Damn, that's rare. But the universe is ever expanding. It is. Yeah. Like the, the, the cause explosion and every, we don't know the cause explosion. Yeah. So not, I'm not going to say that. So yeah, go ahead. We don't know the cause of explosion, but the universe, ever since uh, we're, we're, we're expanding from the focus, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, we, 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 a couple of years ago, scientists found, like, the echo of the, of the Big Bang. Yeah, like where it started, right? Yeah, they, they found the echo. Like, they heard the explosion. But, okay, so when you talk to a religious person, they just say that was God. That was God. Like, in the beginning. We don't know what it was before. That's no, no, what, that's I what, know. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying they attribute that to God. So... Mm-hmm. Here's the problem I run into because, you know, a lot of people believe that the uh, universe is infinite. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, infinite. Yeah, yes. Th- that's what I, I believe. If something's infinite, it has no end. Mm-hmm. So the idea that us being born and alive is the beginning is it's stupid if you if you think that the earth, uh, universe is infinite because there is no start and there's no finish. It's just always ties into each other. So that's why the idea of heaven and hell seems so silly to me because if you are if you are born and then you die and then you go to heaven forever hell forever yeah that's fucking stupid because <laughs> why were you born in the first place if the universe is infinite you would never have been able to have been born if you know what i'm trying to say right yeah, it's yeah, like I get you. If, 
if something's infinite, there's no end and there's no beginning. It's just is. It's just existence. So that's why when it comes to things like death or life, it's like fuck it, we're here, man. You know what I mean? That's why. That's why I think that. Uh, that's why I don't. I don't mind the possibility of things having no purpose because like it's infinite. Yeah, some things don't have purpose, but when it comes to human life, um, it's I completely disagree. We build skyscrapers. We come up with vaccines. We fly. We go to f- we go to the fucking moon. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do all that. Shit. I don't see any goddamn animals or organisms on well, our. Well, we're that the shit. first ones to do it. There's gonna be other ones that do it after us. I mean, it's possible. What's the I, what's the closest? The uh, the, the the chimpanzees, right? Chimpanzees. Aren't they in the Stone Age right now? That's what BBC yeah, said. Uh, BBC said that chimpanzees have just entered the Stone Age and they're using stone tools. So like they they're creating their own stone tools. So it's possible that in the future they might catch up with us, but I, I doubt it. We'll or, probably be gone, right? By yeah, we'll probably be gone. And they'll, they'll inhabit the earth? The thing that is, like, uh, 99.99999 species have ever exist yeah. have gone extinct. And I don't think humans are going to be an exception to that. I think the we will. O- the only way we can, we can avoid that is we go to different planets. Only way. I don't, I don't think moving on to other planets is really the, the thing we have to watch out for. Because there's no doubt in my mind that we can pretty much achieve anything it's a matter of fact of whether or not we'll kill ourselves before we get to that point i think the only way we won't get to that point is if some sort of like disease wipes us out or if we kill ourselves first did you forget about nukes otherwise yeah that's what i mean by like nukes um nukes for days otherwise when you really think about the technological advancements um that have come recently if you really if you really think about it within the past you know 100 years we went from 100 to 200 years we went from horse-drawn carriages to putting people on the moon and really when you really think about the grand scheme of things and how long we've really been on the earth it's almost it's mind-blowing how how fast we're um growing with some of the um, differences we made with the fact that we allowed to have that fact that we allow other people to have their own opinions now and to debate other people Mm -hmm. um well when people thought that the earth uh earth uh was was a focus of the solar system yeah and then when you were a scientist and you would, you would combat that idea, they would kill you. That wasn't a long... Well, even the scientists believed that. Yeah, the, well, there was, there was a few that believed that. It was a tiny minority, and they were... Yeah, they, they were, they were, but they got killed. That's they the were put in prison for life for thinking yeah. that the world revolved around the sun. Well, okay. I wanted to talk about that, ideas, because mm-hmm. while we're on the topic of religion... Yeah, um, go ahead. And, you know, tied into what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, uh, especially with the argument thing, is... I can easily have a Christian or one of my Muslim buddies on this podcast or... You know, I can have anyone on this podcast who d- disagrees with me. Have a different viewpoint, yes. Yes, that's not the problem. Um, the problem is having someone that disagrees with me that knows what the fuck they're talking about. And I'm not talking about, like, facts. Like, you say something's a fact and it's yeah, a fact. Yeah. Like, like you know me, dude. I don't just talk out of my ass. Yeah, we do research on what stuff Yes, I about. do my research extensively so I don't look like an asshole. Or I listen to people who are, you know, 30, 40 years older than me who are experts on these subjects. I don't talk as Alex Roman thinking I know the fucking answers to the universe. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem with people. Yes, but most people are in their echo chambers. And not just their echo chambers, in their their own thoughts constantly. And their ideas aren't challenged. And the only ideas they see are, you know, Facebook, Instagram, at work. We know people like that on Facebook who actively block people who have different opinions in them. Yes, it's happened to me, yes. (laughs) They don't allow you to have, like, uh, like when Trump became president, that was, like, a very controversial thing. People were getting blocked. People were were getting, like, unfollowed, all that on Facebook, on Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, I think it was, like, 19 people that blocked me. 19 people blocked you for having a different opinion. (laughs) Yeah, and I've lost a lot of friends for, like, for the way I talk, I lose a lot of friends. I don't understand why it's like people just can't allow allow a different opinion. Like people who are super left wing mm-hmm. do not talk to me. People who are super right wing do not talk to me. So it's not like I have people on this podcast who only agree with me. Yeah. I want someone who is going to have a conversation with me. And conversation's a lot harder than what people think it is. Constructive conversation. Yes. Because I've literally had over thirteen people approach me or message me like, "Oh, can I be on your podcast? Can I be on your podcast?" Mm-hmm. It's like. You think you're interesting. You think you have shit to say. <laughs> but who do you actually talk to? Who do you talk to that who challenges combat- your ideas? Yeah, who challenges your ideas? And it's like, okay, let's sit down real quick. I think it was like five of them. I sat down with. I was like, we're going to have a 20-minute conversation. I'm going to test if you could be on my podcast. Yes. Some of them don't even last six minutes. Most all of them. <laughs> actually, the, the one that lasted long was like 10 minutes. I'm not going to give his name. 
No. And then he was like, uh, I don't really know. And, and then it gets to the point where I asked him something. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, yeah, you don't know because you don't do research and you don't, yeah. you don't challenge your own ideas. And then when I hit you with evidence that counteract your idea, like, yeah, that counters you, you freak out or you're like, well, that's not true. And it's like, it doesn't matter if you think it's true. It's not my opinion. This is a fact. That is a, that's a huge problem right now. People, yeah. people not like these sources. They don't use a great source. So like, oh, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, this is from CNN. This is from Fox News. I don't want. I don't want to read it. Because yeah, it's because because it's, uh, it's from the different other side. That's the problem. Like, uh, what's that word? Hmm. That word. Tribalism. Tribalism. Yeah. People are very tribalistic. People like to be on my team versus your team. Can't yeah. disagree. Our team's gonna win. We have the better ideas, but we don't talk about our ideas. We don't debate our ideas. But we yeah. have the better ideas. <laughs> like, okay, so when I said something like, you know, on average, men are stronger than women. Yes. Literally, someone messaged accurate, me like, <laughs> "Like, I know women who are stronger than you, Alex. Cool. So do I. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, on average, men are stronger than women. Women are more emotional. On average, men work harder jobs than women. Yes, that's just a fact. It's just a fact. On average, men work harder than women. We, uh, we are more motivated to stay, to yeah. stay longer hours at work. And uh, we work harder jobs. Yes. So if I say there are more male engineers than female engineers... It's not a fucking opinion, so don't argue with me. <laughs> don't argue the fact. Don't and then when I say something like that, oh, you don't want people to argue with me? You can't argue a fact. There are more men that are engineers than women, so there's no point it's of trying to... a male-dominated field. Yeah. It, it, Just like how, ner- that's how women uh, dominate the nursing field. Yeah, they do dominate the nursing field. Like so, met, oh. How do you feel about that, Jesse? Like the Just the whole... like The whole wage gap thing in general, though. Just like, how do you feel about... Just conversation, like when, when you talk to someone and they just won't listen. You know what I mean? Talking to a brick wall. So conversation's always been um, my weakest my weakest skill. Um, it, it's something that's always been hard for me my whole life. Just because I don't I don't really know how to communicate my my points and, and my thoughts very clearly. Um, not really because I don't know. Not it's not really because I don't have a stance on things. It's because it's hard for me to get it out right away um, when immediately asked. So when it comes to the whole. Um, male versus um, female arguments in terms of jobs and stuff like that. Um, I do really think people are, are too rash on it, and I don't think people take enough time to really look at the facts and to. And I don't think they really understand um, that we're just we're just looking at things objectively um, for for the better good and for um, the purpose of research. So there's this um, one study that I thought was very um, interesting, where this woman was doing. Um, research on the intelligence uh, uh, research on the intelligence of different people and she was doing um, she was studying you know African Americans people from Asia um, people from you know India is part of Asia but just people from all over the world and she was getting death threats and everything like mm-hmm. that and she was just trying to find she was just trying to find you know the differences of intelligence not to prove one race better than the other but possibly, Maybe if she did find that data, she might end up finding something else that could help a whole race. Yeah. Uh, no, that that is a good point, and we'll we'll save the rest of that for the topic when we get onto race, because mm-hmm. that because that was gonna bring something up like that. You know, uh, race and IQ. Remember, race there, IQ, you know, the, there's the, books the, on the that correlation. Yeah, it's very controversial, but uh, we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. But with the um, like with the conversation, because you know, like I try to listen to all my feedback. Mm-hmm. And the two number one things I get is the visual. Need visual. I need visuals, and it I need people, disagree with and you. I need someone to disagree with me. Visuals, I can't just get my iPhone X and hook it up to a tripod and record because then you have to match it with the audio. But then they're like, "Whoa, you could just use the audio from the recording." Do you know how fucking bad that would sound? It would sound terrible. You couldn't hear anything, and it's just not how this works. And then you'd have to upload it. It's complicated. It's not what people think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get All right, that. so I'm going to disagree here just for the sake of disagreeing. I really do think it would be very simple just to record it with the iPhone and just match the audio peaks. But I understand. I do understand where you're coming from. Is that what people want? People to disagree for what So why didn't we do that? Because you didn't want to do that. You explained to me your side of things, which made sense. And oh, I, I wanted the it. camera. You said you said you wanted you wanted different things. You didn't. You said. Um, would it not be gigabytes though? It could be gigabytes. It would be gigabytes. But you have like forty locked on your phone. But I don't want to use all my gigabytes for that. I use this you, phone you for a wouldn't. bunch of other shit. We would shit. just use it while we record a few podcasts. And we would drag it onto the computer, and then it'd be over. 
And then we would just delete it from your phone. Nah, be. Actually, I'd probably <laughs> put it in my, sound, my SoundCloud. You could put it in SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah SoundCloud. Don't those you gigs? could upload huh? it to... Those old gigs, right? The yeah. SoundClouds? Or, or uh, Mega. I think you also have 15 gigabytes of free storage on Google Cloud. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the yeah, Google, Google Cloud. Drive. Google Drive. That's what Mega I Mega Drive, too, does that. Does it? Yeah. They give you, like, I think you got 50 free gigs. Hmm. As a uh, photographer and videographer, I'm a very big advocate of cell phone cameras. I truly believe lighting and um, other things in the environment are far more important than the actual camera that you have. How the fuck do we do the lighting? We figure it out. I guess I'm going to buy a big-ass light. Get big-ass light. And more money, right? <laughs> more money. But you agree, this shit's expensive. Yeah, it does get expensive. It gets really expensive. It peaks. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to get visuals, and they're going to tell me I need something else. <laughs> Need a fucking green screen next. <laughs> green screen. <laughs> no, yeah, um, no, you don't actually, have CGI in you your can, podcast. You can have a projector that like uh, it shows the sources of what people are talking about. Yeah, that would be a good idea. I'd like to do that. Would we be able to do that? Hook up like a laptop to the green screen, and while we're doing it live. Oh, like, it yeah, and even if it wasn't live, no, I could that was the problem. Add it on later. I didn't want to use the phone because I want to do it live, and we don't oh, know how yeah. to do that. Remember that? Yeah, that was one of the points you made, and I I didn't I didn't understand that either. Yeah, I don't, we don't know how to do it live with the phone while we're doing audio. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a way. There has to be a way. There has to be a way, but you probably have to buy a converter, right? Yeah, I think it'd it, it probably be a pain in the ass. So. Yeah, it'd be a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, so we think about this, guys. This is, like, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but it's not like you tell me something. It's like, oh, my God, I've never thought about that. I need, I want people to watch me. It's, it's complicated, and especially if you guys want me to do live videos and use my phone. You live know what I mean? unedited videos. Yeah, live unedited videos. Mm -hmm. So... You know, we could probably do the recording with the phone, but eventually I want to get into live videos. That's uh, that's the main goal. Uh, also, with uh, the disagreeing part, mm -hmm. like we were talking before. Yeah, no, we're good on that. Want to know something easy we disagree on? Minimum what? wage. Minimum wage? Yes, I think minimum wage is necessary. And I don't, and I don't think raising the minimum wage to $15 would be that bad. Well, we remember we had a... We had a um, – me and you had a whole argument about this. Yeah, we did. And eventually we agreed, so I don't know why you're, you're but, saying uh, that. But I think – I tell my mind. I actually think that if you implement a $15 million minimum wage over the course of, a, like, minimum 12 years, it would, it would work. I, my only problem with that is why does the government get to decide how much a person should work for when they don't understand the skills needed for the job? You can't just give a flat-out rate of what someone should get paid when the jobs are entirely different. You can't expect an employer to pay someone – that they know isn't worth the amount. But how come? So how can you? The way I can argue that is, uh, you give them how much they need to. Uh, you give them how much an hour it would be for them to survive, like bare minimum. A job isn't a charity case. It's your job. You chose that job. Yeah, of course. So I don't understand why a griller at McDonald's deserves to get paid someone as much as someone in Hardline at Walmart but, or someone at Target mm -hmm. or someone who works at GameStop. They do entirely different jobs, requires a different set of skills. Why should they be paid the same amount? Because they need that much to survive. Like, I think on average, I think uh, most people in America work, work 40 hours a week compared to make rent. Okay, no one's telling them to get that job. Okay, but so not everybody can be a skilled worker. So if you can't be a skilled worker, learn the skills. But not everybody can, so not everybody can become a skilled worker. That's the thing I'm trying to say. Like, it's because we keep increasing the wage, so we don't allow people to get entry-level jobs when they need another job to eventually make more money. That's how it used to work. You would get a job. Mm -hmm. They'd pay you about 4 or $5, which isn't that much money, but you would accumulate the skills, learn it. Yeah, then you would get promoted. Skills. Then you would make more money. Then you learn more skills, and eventually you run your own department. And then if you get lucky, you run the fucking business. But now we're cutting off kids at the teenage level. Uh, you, I literally hear 19-year-olds talking about, I can't find a job. Because I need job experience. I can't get job experience because I can't get a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you shut out. You completely cut out the market. So when you raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour, which is about the amount, you know, certain laborers make, mm -hmm. where they bust their ass for that $15 an hour just to make five more dollars, you – now you're cutting out just – you're cutting out more people. So now you need people with degrees to get a minimum wage job, and it doesn't make sense to me. So like wait so you so if we implemented the thirteen dollar minimum wage over a hypothetical twelve year plan, mm -hmm. and we got it by twenty thirty, you don't think that the labor forces would be able to would increase in wage to compensate? No. Uh, we're seeing it already in California. When they increased the wage there again, they took away people's health insurance, their dental, and now they're paying more for the health insurance alone. And I'll tell you right now, five extra dollars doesn't cover your health insurance a month. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's not out of retaliation. That's not why the corporations are doing it. But when you think about an employer that employs 
thousands of people. When you increase to five dollars hourly for the amount of people, yeah, yeah, you 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 take away millions and millions and millions on top of the benefits you're giving them. So you just take away the benefits. But couldn't you argue since corporate since corporate um corporate profits at an all time high ever in history that they could be able to they would be able to compensate that? They're also employing more people at an all time high. Yeah, of course. So it doesn't look. So more people are employed, yeah. Let me play this. If I work at McDonald's, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and I work forty hours a week, and I work and I live in a one bedroom apartment, and I have to pay for my car and maybe some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My bills aren't that much. You know what I mean, I can survive. I'm not going to be living well, but I can survive. But if you all, if you out of nowhere expect me to pay, you know, a new bill, I'm going to have to make more money. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I got you. So, just amplify that at the corporation level. People think that. You know, corporations and the CEOs are just sitting behind a big desk with a cigar and their dick in their hand and they're just living life and have all these fucking Bugattis. That's not yeah. how it is. They're running thousands of different companies and managers and overseeing the like whole Bezos. process. Yeah, they work over 80. Bezos, Jeff Bezos working 80 hours a week. Yes, over. Over 80 hours a week. Over 80 hours a week. And not just that. They have to pay for the buildings, the vehicles, the insurances, mm-hmm. the payments, the real estate, the taxes, and they get taxed more than anyone. Yeah. I think their taxes make up over 70% of all taxes made in America. I mean, uh, accumulated in America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it should be that way. So that's what I'm saying. So we hate, a lot of people hate the rich or, or, or don't like big business, but at the end of the day, you chose that job. So that's my argument with the uh, people who, who are waiters, you know what I mean, and waitresses who complain about tips and complain about this. It's like, okay, I'm not saying your job isn't, hard or something I'm saying but you chose that job and we need to stop getting angry at people for choices you made so if you chose a job with shitty benefits and shitty hours that's on you don't expect the entire corporation to change overnight but, but you're you're implying everybody has a choice to take to take that job like the, what do they have no other choice but to take those jobs like but to take those jobs at that moment the job the job didn't approach them they approached the job but they but they have but they have no skills you know what I'm saying they have they have no high school diploma all that's all, that, all they got. So what were they doing in the meantime? Huh? Why did they drop out of high school? No, I'm saying they have a high school diploma. They do. Yes, and they have no skills to speak of other than working entry level jobs. So what were they doing in their free time the rest of the time that they had? I don't know. If you're let me play like this because what I've always noticed every time I hear this argument, mm-hmm. it's usually someone who's playing video games all day or watches Netflix all day and just stays on their phone all day while they could be learning how to do computer science. They could be learning how to draw. They could learn how to do, you know, let's say martial arts, get in shape, yep. uh, welding, or, you you know, uh, Smith, you, you know, there's... Trade skills, all that stuff. Yeah, you can go online and learn skills. Like, it's easy. You can literally just Google a skill and learn it. Or you, there's places you can look to do these things. So, just because you have no skills, I've always noticed, it's your fault. It's your fault you don't have skills. Don't blame society for something you're too lazy to do. Actually, Jesse, what do you think about that? I truly believe that I understand that there are certain there are certain extreme situations, but I believe that being wealthy is a mindset. So if you take a lot of very wealthy people, maybe even billionaires like Elon Musk, if you took them down to zero and you put them under very tough circumstances, they're going to get back to being millionaires within a few years. It's 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 a it's, it's a mindset. For example. If you were to, I don't have a college degree or anything like that, but if I was to start off from, you know, zero, I could reteach myself how to video edit uh, through YouTube. I can take a cell phone and I could take, and I could, you know, get a hold of like, or, you know, a really shitty computer. And especially with technology being available, I can go to the library or something like that and I could edit some stuff together and I could shoot a video here and shoot a video there and eventually build something back up. I really do. Um, I think it's a mindset, and I think a lot of people just blame too many things on outside sources for their problems. They don't actually take action. They want this, and they want that, or they don't like their their job at um, you know at Xmart. But in reality, um, a job like that um, it doesn't it doesn't give you much access to really develop your skills or anything like that. So one of the ma- major reasons why I quit my old nine to five job is. If I go there 40 plus hours a week, I'm not really getting better and getting better and getting better. In the beginning, I do, but there's really a hard cap on that compared to you know what I'm doing now, where I'm like networking and 
uh, video editing and stuff like that. It's just the sky is the sky is the limit, and everything I do every week and everything I learn in all aspects of life, including um, self discipline, networking, it all it all adds up on each other. And I feel like that's the main difference between um, somebody who works a career their whole life versus like somebody who who owns who owns a business. It's that person who owns a business is on top because he took the knowledge he learned to create something and to get other people who need to be told what to do to do that thing for them. And that's the reason why they are where they are and why the owner is where the owner is. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, one thing you said that I don't agree with was the career part. Most people don't work careers. Most people never find a career in their life. They find yeah. jobs. They go 50, job 50 to job. 50% of America makes $30,000 a year. Yes. It's job and job. And I'm not just talking about salary. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking about most people will never find something they truly love doing because they get stuck doing something else because it pays what, the bills. That's what I'm trying to talk about. So how can a person who's working 40 hours a week, barely surviving, ever developing other skills? But how is that the corporation's fault? It's not. I'm just saying we we can allow the people to have a better a better uh, life. But then prices go up. It will. So then their life becomes shitty again. But we can like we can compensate for that. Well, that's why we're not doing it all at once. It's over. It's a, it's a hypothetical twelve year plan. Cause look, okay. You understand what I'm trying to say? I understand what you're trying to say, but so if you cause like at, at, according to uh to studies, if if we if the minimum wage has matched inflation since ever since it started, we would have eighteen dollars an hour right now. Okay, compare it to the twentieth century. Mm-hmm. Americans are making less now than ever, right? That's true. Not uh, well, obviously not in a straight a dollar amount, but if you account for inflation, we're making less now. The less aver- effective than that. Yes, okay. it's less effective. The dollar's less effective. Okay. Okay. But then they had the options to choose their jobs and what skills they wanted to learn. What what I'm trying to say is, when I worked at Target or when or when I when I see people when I go to Walmart when I go to McDonald's, it's not teenagers working there almost ever. It's usually old people, either old people yeah. or like older people with degrees and families. You know what I mean? And they are basing their entire life and bills and everything off of these corporations. And then they are demanding to be paid a certain amount. And you know, I see that a lot with teachers. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go to the job knowing this is the ladder. This is how long it takes this, to be. This is how far it gets. Yes, this is how long it gets to promote it. This is how much you're going to get paid. So, like, the nerve you have to go to a place and demand a certain amount because you aren't being paid a certain amount knowing that's the amount you were going to be paid, that that's insane. Why would you do that? How, how can you just punish someone who gave you employment knowing that's the amount you're going to get paid? And that's just, that's my problem. If you don't like the fucking job, quit. And people well, are like, well, not, not everyone can do it. Not everyone can afford it. Not everyone. They actually can't afford yeah, to quit. Life isn't fair. There's plenty well, of people have done it before. The, but that's the point I'm trying to make. So he, here's here's an example with the job that I recently quit. Every every action has its consequences, and y- people really need to understand that. When I quit my job that was paying X amount of money a year. Um, Mad money. I worked, I worked there for <laughs> about nine months, and I bought a nice new car. And when I left that job, now I don't have the money to afford that car anymore. So if less something weird comes up in the next week or two, I'm going to have to get rid of that car. And that is not that's not anybody else's problem. I'm not saying, oh, mm-hmm. I should go and get another job and they should pay me this amount of money because this is the life that I'm used to living. No, if I, if I quit that job, I understand that I made that choice. And I feel a lot of those problems reside way before that. It's just it's people blame too many things on outside sources versus versus their own actions. Yep. Yeah. Jesse said it perfectly. Just because you're used to a certain level of living, and then it becomes more shitty. Like, I, I don't know what to say. Get a fucking pack of ramen noodles. Get some goddamn mac and cheese. You're going to be struggling for a while. But that's life. And also... Okay, so like you, don't, you don't think it's the government's job to provide people like a better, a better quality of life? I think it's the government's job to protect my goddamn borders, the military, protect the streets, redistribute the taxes the way they... not No, the way we vote them to, to redistribute the taxes. You know what I mean? But... We can't, you know, we can't put everything on the government. They aren't. We already do a lot of things on the government. We do. That's what. That's what the problem is. Like, we look to blame everything on everyone but ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We always want to blame some shit on someone else. And what I'm trying to say is, when you look to the government for answers, they'll give you an answer, but they're not going to give you what you want. They're going to give you a job. They're going to give you pay. They're going to give you everything you want in life. But it's not going to be what the fuck you want it. And what I'm saying is, 
if you have been working a minimum wage job for a long time and you can now no longer uh, sustain yourselves, what the fuck were you doing for the last 10 years? Seriously, what the fuck were you doing? You were going at Walmart for 10 fucking years. You've got kids and shit, and it's... It, do you see what I'm saying? It's like... Oh, no, I get, no, I get you. I get you. Like, how can you demand more money when you didn't take the extra time to do this and do that? And they're like, oh, well... But what? that goes back to the point I'm saying, like, not everybody can be a skilled worker. So if not everybody, if not, so if everybody can't develop skills... Yes. And you have over half the country making $30,000 a year or less, and you have the student loan crisis, which is a trillion dollars student loan debt, how do you fix that? Like, how... how how can you like? Well, uh, that's why that's why Bernie, uh, when Bernie Sanders was saying he would part, I think he was saying he would pardon. Yeah, he would pardon the student loan crisis. Oh no, people love Bernie Sanders because yeah, he promised a bunch of free shit with other people's Sanders, money. Speaking of Bernie Sanders, uh, there was a political, a uh, political poll that came out a couple of days ago, and if, if there was an election right now, Bernie Sanders was, would crush. Dude, Bernie was shitting anyone. He would, he, he would have won against uh, against uh, Trump. And Dude, anywhere Trump I went, him. people were voting for Bernie. Bernie was shitting on everyone. And no, he's got a good message. He has a great message. There are problems. There's an insane amount of debt. People pay insane. way too much for school. People pay way too much for health insurance. People pay too much. And Bernie Sanders is right about that. So that I agree. That's what I'm saying. So people are paying too much, and they can't afford to get better, and they don't have the free time to get a better job, to, but, get, to develop skills. But we have to ask the question, why? Why? Yes, that's that's the problem. So like if you're working 40 hours a week, mm-hmm. And you can't, you, can, you don't have time to do anything. You have a kid and all this stuff. Wow. How are you supposed to develop another skill on your free time? I mean, no one says you'd have a kid when you have a minimum wage job. I, I agree with you. <laughs> so how is that my problem? But that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Okay. Lot, look, people broke people have kids, man. Come on. All right, look, if I get addicted to heroin and I need treatments from a center and I can't afford the rehab, am I going to, you know, demand that you pay for that shit? No, you made that fucked up mistake. I'm not saying a kid's a fucked mistake. Kids are beautiful. I'm not saying that they're not. You know, God bless the children. It's not their fault. But but kids are expensive. Very expensive. Very, very expensive. And if you choose to have a kid that makes you stuck at a job, that's how it is. You're never going to – you're not never, but – look, okay. I know people with three kids who as soon as they're done working their 50 hours a week, they come home, take care of the kids, and they get a degree online. And that's, they're that's and they're reading a book and okay, but that's hard work and it it's hard. hard. So it's not my fault if someone wants to be lazy and not better themselves. And no, because I hear conservatives say this a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. Conservatives loves to say like, you know, using my goddamn tax dollars to take care of these welfare people. You know, some people need welfare. Some people do need food stamps. I agree, but you shouldn't live off that. That should not be your means for your whole life. And, and I think in Connecticut you need to work at least twenty hours a week. To even get accepted for food stamps, so I don't know. No, 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 no. Food stamps, you need to make less than a thousand. Yeah, but mo- most people who do them work at least twenty hours a week. The the food stamp things, it, it's weird. Uh, their standards for that is fucking insane. Yeah, it's weird. It, I, I don't understand you it. You can much. make a buck over. You're not allowed. <sighs> the, my problem with just all of just this whole topic is okay. Go ahead. Is when you make fucked up decisions in life. It's so easy to point fingers. Oh, it's because of this or because this happened or my mom's a bitch or my dad made me do this or, mm-hmm. or, you know, this happened. It's maybe you fucked up and you got to deal with the consequences. You know what I mean? And maybe you shouldn't demand everything from everyone else because you fucked up. Maybe yeah. you should look in the mirror and be like, okay, if I do this, this has consequences. Uh, Jesse? Think about having consequences. I mean – yeah, people people really do like to blame. Um, people don't like to own up to their own decisions with a lot of things. So back to what Roman was saying earlier today. Um, for example, let's say you have like you know you get like three girls pregnant or something like that, and now you have um, now you have like now you're in a really tough situation where it's kind of like oh like how do I get out of this situation and. I know that um, obviously you don't you don't want the kids to um, suffer from the poor decision of the other person, and that's one of the things that make it really sticky. But if we isolate if we isolate that out of the equation and we don't really um, and, and we don't really look at that part of it too much, and we just look at the the initial decision of that parent. Um, <laughs> well, my thoughts really aren't gathered on this. No, you're good, can dude. you save me? <laughs> yeah, no, I got, no, I got you. Well, people are gonna complain you're agreeing with me in the first place, so 
you know, <laughs> try to shit on my ideas. Go ahead. I don't think people actually listen to my podcast. I really don't. I think people hear like a bit or like something that sticks out to them, and then they're like, "Fuck this guy." Like, if you listen to my when I talk about abortion or guns or health insurance or minimum wage or the military, what the fuck I talk about? I don't take a stance. I just I. All right. I share ideas. That's pretty much it. I share expert opinions. Yeah, I share expert like I, I listen to the experts and I was like, eh, you know, that's kind of what I think of that about what they're saying. Makes sense. I'm not like Americans should own guns because it's our God-given right. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't say shit like that. All right. So um, when Roman asked me my opinion on the last thing he was talking about, I was gathering my thoughts on another thing I was going to bring up, and there is this video that I was watching called "The Strangest Secret," and I forget who it was by, but. It was kind of like they were kind of asking about, you know, why are some people successful and why some people aren't. And I believe that the statistics said out of every 20 people, five are going to be successful. If you put on a scale of 100 people, one was going to be um, rich. Um, Three were going to be – three of the five were going to be financially independent. And the rest of the people were – going to be either still working or we're either going to be still working or um, poor by the age of 65 or something like mm-hmm. that. And the thing that he related back to it, the difference between that that one out of 20, that top um, that top percentage of people is top that they set, they set goals and the other people just kind of conform and go along with everything else. And that really relates in what we're talking about, how the person on top set a goal to do this and that and built up the company compared to the other percentage of people conforming and just following along and accepting whatever that one person that did create that organization has to give to them. If you follow along what everybody else are doing, you're you're just conforming to everything. There's nothing original about you, and you are expendable. Exactly. Perfect fucking word, Jesse. Expendable. That's what they're I love that goddamn word. No, there's there's nothing about you that couldn't be retrained and replaced. Fucking cannon fodder. That's all you are. (laughs) Every minimum wage job, well, every corporate minimum wage job, entry-level job is basically uh, expendable. You can be replaced. That that is the thing. If you're a cashier or if you're working on the floor, you can be replaced, and that's why you're getting paid fucking dog shit. You can't replace a neurosurgeon overnight. You can't replace the top lawyer. You can't replace a CEO overnight. Yeah. It takes time, and it gets really political because everyone's looking for that job. Yeah, everybody wants a job. When it comes to your job, there's fucking 80 other teens right down the street who want your fucking job. Jesse, that was perfect. Expendable. That's such a good word. I had, Don't be uh, expendable if you I expect to waiter, pay more. My, um, my boss used to tell us all the time, you know, if you guys don't want to be here, there's a million other people at the door that I could replace you with in two seconds. He used to do that to the dishwashers all the time. One of them would pull their shit. Um, we'd have new dishwashers the next day. Fuck yeah, There's a whole line of them. That's, that's so... Oh my god, dude. I can't believe Jesse <laughs> did just, it. You should see the expression of this man's face, right? <laughs> Bro, because Jesse usually isn't good at communicating, and this dude just said something that I didn't even communicate well. Yeah. Bro, perfect, Jesse. Expendable. I love that word. I love the word expendable. Because that's what the fuck you are if you're doing a minimum wage job. You aren't shit. You aren't. You literally aren't shit. <laughs> I know, man. I You're know. working a minimum wage job, flexing on fucking Instagram, going to the club every goddamn week, wondering why you can't save enough money to pay rent. But like, so like, so people can't enjoy themselves, man. Dude, no, no, because, because you know, I have a car, I have my own place, huh? and I work for this, and I literally know people who like hate, like straight up hate on me, like. I know they're like, it's you only because like, yeah, you did that. You got you lucky. You only got this because you got in the army, bro. Or mainly, maybe because I fucking worked for it. You know what I mean? They don't but, understand the time, the, what it took for you to do it, complete that three years. It stresses me out. People look at the shit I have and think it happened overnight. Like, yo, I struggled. Three years. Trust me, I struggled my whole life just to your get whole, to Yeah, the, your whole life doesn't Just to yeah. get there. But, no, fuck, enough about me. I know motherfuckers with $300 shoes on the city bus. The <laughs> fuck are your priorities? You know what I mean? Well, it depends on where you see them. Because in New York, that kind of makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesse. I just, I, I, my bad, bro. In New York, sorry, in New York that makes sense. Because in New York, you know, you have your own car. It's kind of a hassle. But still, they, you know, in New York, if, Obviously, yeah. there's but other on, priorities. Water, really, there's no, there's no <laughs> reason to have $300 shoes. Yeah. Like, okay. I know people who buy a new game every week. Always got the new phone. Always got the new Xbox. New this, new that, new that, new that. Don't have their own car. Don't have their own place. Don't pay their own bills. Don't really have goals. Aren't investing in anything. So... Mm-hmm. When you eventually do that long enough, you end up being unskilled and unspendable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, no, I. 
And, alright, I'm sorry, guys, if I'm coming off aggressive. Now, fuck that, I'm not sorry, but, yeah, I'm coming off aggressive. That's just me. That's how I am. That's how I get, but. Let's go, boy. That's only because Jesse got me fucking started. Dude. <laughs> Dude, no, because the people who talk the most shit are the most expendable people. I'm sorry, bro. But, like, the people who always, like. Like, you should do this, or you need to do this, or... You need to do this. Or, or this is the right way to do it, or if you're not doing this, you're wrong. It's like, <laughs> bitch, you, you go to college, and you work a fucking just standard-ass job. You, know you, work, I mean? you work at a, at a, at a, at a waitress, more like Um, As soon as I get my degree, I'm going to get out and get this job and make this amount and work 20 years and retire. Oh, that's what you're going to do? Oh, wow, you have it all figured out. I have it all figured out. Oh, Tw- yeah, clap it up. years old, you have it all figured out. <laughs> yeah, you're in your early 20s. You got life figured out. Good fucking job. That's one of the problems with um, college these days is because you're getting the same issue now with jobs that require degrees as basic minimum wage entry level jobs. So for example, with teaching language and um, teaching languages in other countries, the bear, there's so many people with a degree in language um, that you're you're, you're extremely what? Don't you just need a certificate like you get online or something like that? Um, A lot of countries now won't even take you um, to teach language unless you have a bachelor's degree because now at that point you're expandable and because there's so many other people with the same degree that are struggling to find a job, it kind of puts you in the same predicament. They can can pay you whatever – they can pretty much pay you whatever they want. Um, they don't really have to raise it or you don't, they don't really have like much competition, um, driving the, the salaries up because you have so many people that because, you know, so, so many people can go to college now and you have so many people with degrees that kind of creates the same problem, which is why I'm not an advocate of a free full ride through college. Cause I do really believe in capitalism. And I believe college is a business. And if you have every single person going to college and every single person getting a degree, it's going to create that same problem because now you have all these people that want these jobs and they're just expandable as the people without degrees. So, so was your opinion on America being the only country, the only modern nation that doesn't offer free college? No, free help. No, we're not. No, 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 no. I worded that wrong. With our population? I worded that wrong. I worded that wrong. But, okay, when you say, okay, okay, no, that's important because I'm, I'm happy you brought that up. Go ahead, go ahead. When people want to bring up other countries with free health care, free education, bring up the population and bring up the diversity within that population because that's very important. Yeah, yeah, and, and I talked about that in the first podcast, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So w- w- that's very true. We don't have, you know, free education. We don't have free health care and all these things. But we also have a giant population with completely different cultures. So... You know, you can't really. We bring also that to the point. does made the military raise the military budget, but I believe like six seventy six billion dollars. Space Force, buddy. <laughs> seventy six right, so billion. Uh, goddamn stormtroopers. <laughs> let me finish up my point on the whole free bad, college thing before you guys go <laughs> off into this. So my standpoint on on college is, I feel like everything you pretty everything the average person does in their first two years of college, and let's go, just call that your prereqs. I think there's nothing that you learn and prerequisites that shouldn't already be established by the time you graduate from high school. And with that and with that point being true, if your high school diploma had the value of, let's say, an associate's degree, I don't think college should I don't think college should be free because I do look at I believe in capitalism and I think colleges are a business. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I agree. Disagree. I just, I think I think the student loan crisis is too big to ignore. Wait, no, no, wait. Uh, okay, you disagree, but what part of it do you disagree with? That college, that college should be a business because it, it, the way it's the way it is a business. I mean, it is a business, but like the way it's being handled, it's it's irresponsible in my opinion. But whose fault is that? Whose fault is what? That college, being, that, that college prices are rising by thousands. I put myself. I, mean, I don't think teenagers should be allowed to put themselves sixty thousand dollars in debt. I put myself ten thousand dollars in debt. And I dropped out because I didn't, well, I wasn't sure what I was doing. And I don't blame that on anybody else. That was my decision that I made. I changed my mind. I dropped out. I have to pay that. That's my problem. Yeah. It takes a big man to uh, realize that. And that's not a lot of money. If you think about it, 10000 Dude, there's people who are over 60000 in debt that I know personally. Yep. And that is a problem. They shouldn't be in that much debt. That's too expensive. But they chose to do that. They did. So they can, Okay. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Because I'm going to get into this shit real quick. <laughs> no, Another I'm fucking rant. serious. No, Another I'm rant. fucking serious. Because I remember in high school, all these fucking bitches being like, <laughs> I'm going to this I'm college. I'm going to this college. I'm going to yeah. get this degree. And I'm going to get yeah. this job. No, no, no. I'm going to no. be married by 24. No, I'm serious. For real. 
And then when I'm like, eh, I don't really think I want to go to college or this, like, you're not going to college? Yeah. <laughs> what? Are you stupid? It's like, no well, I just don't feel like putting myself $80,000 in debt, maybe. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. And then they got the they got the hoodies, the t-shirts on Instagram and their yeah. Tinder. They're like, I you go can't. to Central, I go to Southern, <laughs> I go to Harvard, I go here, I go here. And then, I don't know what the fuck they're even learning there because they're dumb as shit most of the time. <laughs> I'm serious. You ever had a conversation with one of these people? Lot, the problem with college is like, they only understand education. Like, they only ever uh, been through education all life. They never had a real life experience outside of school. And I think it's a status thing. It's like, it is. Like, let's say, because I start school on Monday, I'm going to go to Naugatuck Valley. Of course. It's a community college. Nothing wrong. With but it. they don't teach different facts. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, like, if I go to a math class at Naugatuck Valley, like, they're not going to change the equations on me. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it, when we learn about science, they're not going to teach me a different scientific method than Harvard would. You know what I'm trying to say? They don't teach different, but it, it wants to take it more serious. Yeah, yeah. No, and I understand when it gets more serious and, you know, there's networking involved. But a lot of that just has to do with, with, with uh, who you know. You know what I'm trying to say? And it's a status thing. Like, you're not paying for a better education because you are not getting a better education. You're that's just meeting better people with more money. Pretty much that's it. But – I, I remember when I saw one of my high school, one of my uh, high school teachers outside of uh, outside of school after I graduated. The first yeah. she asked me, "Did you go to college?" I was like, "No." She's like, "Alex, don't tell me that. You're you're too smart. You got yeah. you have to go back to school." I was like, Man. "You want to get me started on the fucking teachers? <laughs> you want to get me fucking started on them?" No, they, they don't even know. Most don't even know what they're talking about. Outside of their own little subject. No, let me tell you about the fucking high school teachers. When I went to Crosby and Kennedy, <laughs> go ahead. They were making almost all of them. I'm not going to say all of them because, you know, they make different amounts depending yeah, yeah. on the grade, how long they've been there, seniority, mm-hmm. all that shit. But on average, less than 60000 a year. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. And they are – a lot of them are in their early 40s, late 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are in their, even in their, their late 40s. Regardless, it's pretty old to be making less than 60000 a year, which Jesse was making in his early 20s. I'm sorry to put you on blast like that, but you were making more money than all these teachers – and if you continue to work there and you're going going to corporate like you were supposed to, mm-hmm. you could have easily made over 80000 a year. You know what I'm trying to say? Easy, yeah. No college degree. A lot of these people, a lot of these teachers have master's, doctor's degrees, whatever the fuck you want. Multiple master's degrees, especially in a uh, Waterbury Arts Magnet, you need to have degrees out the ass to work there. Yeah, that, that you And if you're a professor, pss, even more. But a lot of them, even in that late age, are still paying off that debt. And not just paying off that debt, stuck in a job they don't even want to do. You see how fucking miserable some of these teachers are? Most of them just come in and just put movies on. They're just miserable. You can see through that shit. Even as like a teenager, I can see like they do not like being here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All that hard work and debt for nothing. Just to make yourself fucking miserable. And it wasn't all of them, you know what I mean? Like no, some, no. Like no. someone like uh, Miss, Miss Benjamin, yeah. Mr. Brady, like they teacher. were happy. But they're also doing things on the side. This dude's a lawyer, and the other one has their own business. She you know what I'm trying account. to say? Yeah, she was an account before she even Same with Andrish. He has his own business on the side. But the other ones, they're not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see how miserable they are and how much weight they put on and how sad they are. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I'm supposed to be taking fucking life advice from you when you're <laughs> miserable as fuck and don't even, you're not even comfortable in your own body? So I think one of the scariest um, thoughts, one of the scariest things that I could think about is the fact that almost – Twice in my life, I've almost spent a career doing something that I didn't necessarily want to do because of, you know, just basic conformity because that's just what you do. And in that uh, video I was talking about, the, the Strangest Secret, he also brings up, he asked each of the 20 people a question that says, why do you get up and go into work in the morning? And about 19 out of 20 of them said, because that's what everybody else d- does. So... The fact that I almost went to college for four years to get a job, the fact that like I was about to make that decision as a whole and to spend my whole life doing something basically because that's what was that's what was everybody that's what everybody else did as a norm is is scary that I almost didn't even question that. Um, and then if we also tie that over to the point of the other job that I was working, the fact that you know I was offered more money. To, to the fact that I would have been making more money if I moved into a different position and the fact that I almost spent a lifetime, you know, a career working in that field um, just because, oh, that seems like a decent amount of money, but it's not really what I want to do. The thought that I almost did that twice 
before I finally realized what I actually need to do is just uh, it's just a scary thought. To make it clear, you weren't happy, right? I don't I don't think I should. Yeah, no, I wasn't I wasn't happy. Yeah, my bad. I got the name, but you don't fucking work there, so. I'm pretty sure, like I signed, like I'm just I'm not allowed to um, talk about. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have. To, I, we don't like to edit this, but I have to bleep that out because Fuck I'm pretty it, sure edit, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not. supposed to. He works to, at bleep and bleep. <laughs> I'm but, not all supposed right, we're to talk about that. Yeah, that's okay. You can bleep it out. Uh, I don't. I don't really care if you edit that part out because it, it pertains to you. But yeah. um, but you weren't you weren't happy there, right? No, I, I wasn't happy. But you were making. Yo, yeah, I know. We I know. we seen the base. I know of, more than him. <laughs> this dude was making more money than most teachers I know. Most people I know, and he could have easily in the next five years made six figures. He was making more than sixty percent of America. Yeah, he, but he was miserable. I just don't see a point in life if you're not happy, which is why once I truly understood that the decision was easy for me. My car means nothing for me if I'm spending forty plus hours a week. When you when you add in driving and everything like that, it's just it's meaningless. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So. No, no, I, I, no, dude, I agree. Uh, good shit, dude. But we were gonna talk about me too and race, but right. I, uh, like I tell anyone, having a good conversation. Yeah, I don't plan. I try not to plan these conversations. Like when I was talking with Adam and Jemark, like we just, I, we just go off the rails. So I try to plan what we we're gonna talk about, and it doesn't work because that's not how conversations work. You know. It, you don't get structured like that. Yeah, I like to let my brain go. Yeah, I mean, that, if you stick to this little box of like, we need to talk about this and then this and then this and this, and we're done with the podcast. Um, I think that was a good conversation. Uh, you guys are good with that? Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, thank you for having me on your show. All right, guys, if I was too aggressive, uh, fucking deal with it. <laughs>